Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> did say the incredible hulk right not hulk wait the ang lee movie you didn't watch the gay cowboy hulk <laughs> please tell me that's not the one we were supposed to watch no fuck no okay no hey it's it's good that we started with nicholas cage and talking about ghost rider because leads us right in what a marvel property before mo- comic book movies started getting kind of good again or a little bit i don't know this is sharks across hollywood and today we're going to talk about the second movie in the marvel cinematic universe came out a couple months after iron man the incredible hulk with edward norton I keep on wanting to call him Jim Norton. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been a radically different movie. (laughs) Very different people. (laughs) You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. (laughs) Or hungry. (laughs) Or hungry. I looked at the name of the guy who directed it and just registered nothing. What else has he done? That's funny because I looked it up and you you will know exactly who this guy is. Okay, hit me. Two movies that we have talked about a bunch that I haven't seen yet. He did Transporter and Transporter 2. Oh, really? I love the Transporter. Hated Transporter 2. <laughs> it's hard to believe that those were directed by the same person. He also did Unleashed, that Jet Li movie with Bob Hoskins and I think Morgan Freeman's in it too. <laughs> Wait a minute. There's a Jet Li movie with Bob Hoskins in it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I, I I understand that Bob Hoskins Hoskins is a great actor, but I just can't help thinking of him as either Mario from Super Mario Brothers or Smee from Hook. Well, that's because that's I grew up with that. I didn't know he was other things until I was like twenty. <laughs> yeah, no, probably he, later than that. Actually, <laughs> he he's a great actor with a a long and illustrious history of great roles, but those of course are the two that stand out in my mind. This dude also directed the Clash of the Titans remake. We can hold that against him. I haven't seen it because neither have I. I don't know. I have, it's no, just a, I have no desire to see <laughs> it's it. Just whatsoever. a CGI fest, and I'm not so into even looking at it. Now you see me. Which was a cool movie until the end. You know, I know that I saw Now You See Me, and I know that I have no recollection of what went on. It was just so forgettable to me. See, I, I just forgot what we were talking about. Now You See Me, uh, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, no, I, I know that I watched <laughs> it, and I can't remember anything. I can't even remember who's in it. Lex Luthor, Cute Redhead, other people, I don't remember. Cute Redhead... Isla Fisher. Oh, Isla. Okay. Yeah. That cute redhead. Uh, the Brothers Grimsby, which is that Sasha Baron Cohen movie that came out in 2016, where they're like, you know, brothers. One of them's kind of a slack ass piece of shit. The other one's like, uh, is he a? Oh yeah, the guy from uh, the guy from all the um, uh, Kick Ass guy movies. Kick Ass guy movies. Oh, the guy who directed Kick Ass. I can never remember his name, but he always casts that guy. He did the Kingsman. That's why the guys, you know, the guys in Kingsman. He did Kick Ass. The oh. guy plays. The guy plays. Mark Strong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The guy. Gotcha. The guy plays. Mc- Lovin's dad. Oh, yep. Yeah, you're you're right. Okay. Wow. Holy fuck. I'm a jackass and I did not realize that that was the same guy in Kingsman. Really? I just I just scrolled past it and I'm like, "Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot." No, yeah, that guy that guy clearly likes him. And I see why. He's he's a, he's a good actor. He's a good character actor. I don't know, you know, like I, I guess it'd be weird to see him in a period piece or something, but Well, now he's got to. I I love that shit just putting putting random actors in roles that you wouldn't think. So, that that actually would bring us around nicely to talk about Edward Norton as in, as the Hulk. Talk about casting against type, right? Uh, yeah. I think that was the idea. Is is Bruce Banner was supposed to be this scrawny, you know, scientist who who was just completely unassuming. Guess who I don't buy as a scientist? <laughs> Edward Norton. Yeah, not even a little. <laughs> 
I got to say, I, I do think Mark Ruffalo's greatly eclipsed him in this role. Oh, yeah, in, in most roles. I like Mark Ruffalo a lot. I like Edward Norton, too, but I, 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 love, I guess... I love Edward Norton. In they are two different actors. They would never be in, like... Like, you could never replace Edward Norton with Mark Ruffalo in, like, American History X. <laughs> <laughs> that would... Um... Let's just make that movie a comedy. Why not? <laughs> sounds like a great idea. That sounds like one of, the, one of those joke trailers where someone recuts the trailer as, like, a romantic comedy or something. Like, The Shining is a romantic comedy. And... You know what? Before we actually get really, really into making fun of Edward Norton... Which you don't often get a chance to do, because <laughs> I do think he's a genuinely great actor. He's really not that bad in this movie. He's eh, but... <laughs> But just miscast. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Yes. But uh, uh, Ben Affleck is out as Batman. I just want to talk about this for a minute. <laughs> I don't know when the fuck this is going to come out. So this, this is going to be old news at this point. Of course. But he's out as Batman. So first casting choice I heard was, oh, they're considering. You're going to like this. No, you're not. You're going to hate it. <laughs> they're considering Robert Pattinson for Batman. I'm like, excuse me? Wait, wait. Twilight Sparkly Vampire Kid. Yeah. Okay, we're not <laughs> we're not miscommunicating. It is who I thought of. Yes. You know, you know what? You know what? I think that guy's a better actor than he gets credit for because of Twilight. I don't see him as Batman. No Batman. But I could be wrong. I mean, I would have yeah. never seen Affleck as Batman. I I I kind of I kind of bought Affleck. No, that, that's just yeah. it. I think Affleck was a perfectly good Batman. I mean, I don't think he's ever going to replace uh, 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 Michael Keaton for me. But I thought I thought he was a he, he was heads and tails above Clooney. That's for sure. You know, I was just going to say, you know who the best Batman and is? I think George he was Clooney. And I think he was. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and I think he was better than Kilmer. And I don't think Kilmer was a bad Batman. He just got stuck in a bad movie. And he's Val Kilmer. And Val Kilmer doesn't suck. But again, another guy that's easy to make fun of because he's fucking Val Kilmer. Have I mentioned the MacGruber thing? on the podcast i yet. i remember you talking about mcgruber but i don't i've never seen it so I, it doesn't uh because kilmer's you know. in kilmer's in mcgruber and there's a moment in that movie and that movie did not deserve this moment i just <laughs> i want to be clear about that it is it is a it's one of those meryl street moments you know where where like she'll do something like blush on command which you shouldn't be able to do you know but she's meryl streep she can yeah, and yeah. Kilmer has one of those moments in MacGruber of all the fucking roles to have that in. He's playing the bad guy, and he's got MacGruber trapped. I don't remember exactly what the scenario is. It's not a great movie. But uh, he's got her trapped, and MacGruber says something about, you take whatever it is and stick it where the sun don't shine. And Kilmer goes, and where would that be? <laughs> and, Mac and MacGruber goes like, what, what, seriously? Get up your ass. And Kilmer gets this look on his face of shocked horror that someone would say something, and it's so fucking honest, like as if he had literally never heard that expression before and couldn't imagine that someone would ever say something that disgusting to him. You know what? With Val Kilmer's ego, he probably thinks nobody's ever, he, that's the first time he's ever noticed somebody say that to him. That was that was an improv line from whoever played MacGruber. And that was just the Wasn't first time. Wasn't in the script. That was the first time he's like, wait, how many people have said that to me? I was Batman. Oh, my God. I love the idea of just him being completely clueless on it so much more now. I can, I can so buy that. I can, yeah. So that wasn't acting. 
He had honestly never heard the expression before. In a perfect world. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, we were talking about something before uh, I brought that up. We were talking about Robert Pattinson being a better actor. Oh, but Well, I, the, the thing is, I've seen him in, I've seen him in some other roles. Uh, I can't remember the name of a movie. There was this post-apocalyptic movie he was in. And then he was in this Cronenberg movie called Cosmopolis, which I didn't see. I've only uh, I've only seen a few clips from it. But yeah, he was really good in the he he was really good in the other roles I've seen him in. I I think he just kind of got and and he's been very outspoken in his criticism of the Twilight series. Well, no, he doesn't suck. Twilight does. Yeah, he's well, he, and he's he's kind of said he's like, <laughs> I'm not sorry to see that series go. You know, I'm not going to miss these. I'm not going to yeah. miss these characters or this these scripts. Kristen Stewart's the same way. She doesn't suck. Twilight does. Yeah. Yeah, she actually ended up being a decent actress, which shocked the shit out of me after Twilight. I'm I'm not I'm not even gonna lie. I thought, well, yeah, yeah, I saw. Her I in... would have never thought I could enjoy a performance from her. Fuck Kristen Stewart. We'll get to making fun of Twilight another time. But Robert Pattinson, at least he's still a relevant actor. But today, I'm scrolling through Facebook, and I don't know how true this is. I have no idea how true this is, but I kind of want to see it just because it's th- probably the most ridiculous fucking thing. We're gonna say it is 100% true, and you heard it here first, folks. Good. I fucking hope so. Joey Lawrence <laughs> wants to play Batman. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> yes, DC do that. And and no, it, you know what? That's perfect because then they can cast Tommy Wiseau as the Joker. <laughs> Just like in that, just like in that fucking uh, he already college like humor clip or whatever it was. Have you seen that? No. It was. Is it really it Tommy Wiseau? So, no, it's really. They okay. really got Tommy Wiseau to do the Joker, <laughs> and it's fantastic. It's so delightfully bad. It's. I mean, it's everything you would hope for. And I remember watching it and thinking, you know what? That could save the DC universe. Tommy Wiseau as the Joker could save the DC <laughs> universe. And you put Joey Lawrence as Batman. I am. I will buy ticket. I will buy back to back to back tickets to see that on opening day. The the messed up part about it is is that every time until recently, like I've just kind of gave up trying to question their casting choices. But for years, I was like, okay, wait, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be Iron Man. Are you guys sure about that? Are you guys sure? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, cool. Wait. We're Heath, positive yeah. about that one, huh? Heath Ledger's going to be the jo- Joker? Oh, okay then. All right, I'll... Whatever, you know? <laughs> now, Heath Ledger was a solid actor before that. Well, I yeah, but he, I didn't that. see I didn't see the Joker from his 10 Things I Hate About You performance, you know? Well, I, he'd done Brokeback Mountain at that point, and he'd done, uh, he'd, he'd done quite a few things. But he was never psychotic with no. makeup. He was never a no. serial killer, you know? True. <laughs> so it was just it was just one of those surprising things. Uh, what else there? Oh, Ended uh, up being the best incarnation of yeah. the Joker by far. Chris Evans is Captain America, because all I, I just remember him being a scrawny little dorky dude but he he still had he still had a six-pack i always think of him as his role in uh, not another yeah. teen movie which is my first introduction to him the whipped cream bikini that's yeah. <laughs> and what was he in that movie uh phone booth or cellular he was i, in know, I never saw that one cellular or phone booth colin farrell was in one chris evans was uh, in the colin other one. farrell was in phone booth. okay okay so cellular he was in cellular didn't see it and i'm just like okay whatever then chris evans shows up as captain america i'm like all right I'm just gonna shut up now. I think I think that's what did it. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, whatever. I'm done. I'm I done gotta say, I don't everything. like the guy they cast as Bucky. Uh, Whoever he is, yeah. I don't care for. I just don't care for his face. There's something about his face that looks wrong. 
Maybe he doesn't like your face either. Well, I'm sure he doesn't, but I'm not being cast as Bucky. And Should we get Michael B. Jordan to punch him in the face, make it look better? That'd be fine with me, yeah. There it is. No, I'm sure he's a very nice guy. Nothing against him. He just looks wrong. There's something wrong about his face. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, the movies, are, the movies are good. That's really all that matters. I think the Captain America movies are the most consistently good of the Marvel universe. I was going to say, like, that's probably the most solid trilogy of, like, well, it's not really, the, the third one's not really a solo film, but, you you know, it's about Captain America more than. Yeah, I, I think I think it's more Cap-centric. It's Captain America 3 and Avengers 2.5. I think he kind of got shafted in the original Avengers. That script was just such a letdown for me it was a thing we'll get there at some point but we're not talking about that we're talking about the incredible hulk starring the inimitable edward norton i imagine they knew that it was going to be a thing these two movies had to have been shot like almost either back to back or right on top of each other to have been released that close together sure i think this one came out a month or two after iron man it was it was right on its heels i was there i was there in the theater in 2008 i was there i missed uh incredible hulk in the theater which i i i kind of regret now because it was a weird experience watching it now that the hulk is sort of established (laughs) yeah to see that like baby steps version of him in a movie we will never get a sequel to because it's so average well, as that far as and that kind of that kind of bums go. me out because I think the Hulk would. I mean, the Hulk has some great storylines out there. It's not like they couldn't find a great storyline for the Hulk. They did, and, they and made it's it, a fantastic character. They made it Planet Hulk with the with Thor Ragnarok. That's what they did. <laughs> I think World War Hulk, Planet Hulk. There, it's in that same storyline. I imagine oh, Planet Hulk came first but i don't remember i don't know i i I was never a huge i was never a huge hulk reader as a kid i was more an x-men guy Uh, i was more into mutants but i had a friend he he was a big hulk guy and he had uh he had all kinds of hulk graphic novels i read several of them i don't know if it was just the copy i got my hands on but was the lighting kind of weird in this movie to you it did not look like (laughs) any of the other mcu movies and they've been really careful about be, about being fairly consistent. No, and you can look at those first like six movies, and they hadn't quite figured it out yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess they did. They did all th- those. Those first ones did all kind of have their own feel, and then and then after Avengers, they kind of homogenized the whole thing. And I, yeah. I know why. It's because they had they had directors who have actually done shit. Yeah. make those first several movies yeah and then then after that they're like okay well these movies are doing really well we can just we can make way more money for us if we just hire indie directors that'll take like 20 bucks an hour to work on the <laughs> fucking movie what really sucks is they're hiring these these really great artists to do these movies and then just like and we're not going to let you do anything that you want to do we're going to tell you exactly how you're going to do everything yeah quentin tarantino they were like quentin tarantino we, we they talked i i don't know if they talked to him or if it was just a rumor about directing i hope these he movies. laughed about out of the room i'm like um do you guys really want that no nobody wants <laughs> quentin tarantino's avengers i kind of do well, i'm not saying that it wouldn't be fun <laughs> to see but not in this universe you'd want a parallel you'd want like a watchman type thing marvel marvel uh marvel knights the r-rated marvel characters okay yeah do that yeah something like that speaking of fucking uh eli, uh, eli roth <sighs> joss whedon Nope. Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Tim Roth. There we go. That's why I got all mm. fucked up. I like Tim Roth too. Tim Roth was He was there, all right. He was there. He he eh. I don't I don't know how to phrase it. I'm I'm trying to think of how to phrase it. It feels like the director didn't understand how to work with him. Well, maybe he was too busy babysitting Edward Norton, who is notoriously <laughs> hard to work with. 
That and, could be. And by that the time could be. by the time he was done with that motherfucker, all of his energy was gone. So he's just like, do whatever you want. I mean, you I have these <laughs> you have these scenes between Tim Roth and William Hurt, both of whom are established great actors, and they feel so haphazard. They feel like the director didn't have a vision going through him. I will say this about this movie, and maybe this was part of his vision, but this movie feels more than any of the other MCU movies like a 50s or 60s B monster movie. And I wish they would have leaned into that way more. I feel like they did a bit. Yeah, a little, not quite like as they, much as... No, they, like, they didn't fully commit. I don't think Marvel would have allowed that. But it definitely felt like with the weird lighting, with the sort of odd performances and stuff, it felt very much... Because William Hurt now... William Hurt is an incredible actor who really disappears into his roles. Like, he just really commits to him. And I feel like the director kind of said to him, look, we want you to be playing the general from them or from teenagers from outer space things like that you know you know like we want you to be that 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 ridiculous stilted character and just really commit to that and and bring your thing to that and they did the same with Tim Roth and that's why you get these weird scenes you know like that's the only explanation I could come up with in which the director had a vision otherwise it's just the director didn't know what the fuck he was doing which is entirely possible well yeah when you say he directed the transporter two, is that one bad? I thought it's, I thought everybody it's, liked it's the second one and the third one was bad. No, I actually like the first and the third one. The second one's terrible. This the the what's good about the second one is it's so over the top bad that it's kind of hilarious. But the first one is like objectively good, and the third one's kind of you know like more of the first one basically. Also there, it's like the first one, but. With a hot redhead instead of a hot Asian. Best of both worlds between the two of them. And then they made a fourth one. Yeah. but Which doesn't count. Doesn't have Jason Statham is no. in it, so why am I watching? I don't know. <laughs> what, are they going to make Crank 3 with uh, fucking... Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> there you go. I'm not going to tune in for that. I might tune in for yeah. that, actually, now that, I, now, uh, that, now that you've pitched me on it, goddammit. <laughs> now I want it. That came out, like, didn't, didn't the Transporter 4 come out the same year as that fucking Hitman reboot thing? Yeah, yeah, I think it did. Because, like, they were just um, really into black-suited guys killing people? Yeah, I, I wonder if it came out the same year as The Mechanic, too. No, The Mechanic came out before I moved here. Oh, it did? Okay. Yeah. Maybe I, it was The Mechanic sequel? Oh, shit. They did make a Mechanic 2, didn't they? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Me I liked The Mechanic. I liked The Mechanic. It had Jason Statham and Ben Foster. I like I'm Ben kinda, Foster a lot. I'm kind of there for ben that guy. Fo- ben Foster's fantastic. Pandorum. Pandorum. Yes. I go fucking see, love Pandorum. Go see Pandorum. Tragically underseen movie. I only stumbled across it on accident. Horribly reviewed by a lot of people. I'm like, Guys. I can't even I can't even wrap my head around that. That movie that movie was fantastic. I enjoyed every second of it. I didn't have to be convinced. I watched that movie all the fucking time. I love it. That's a Blu-ray upgrade for me. I have it on DVD, but I'm gonna That totally warrants the Blu-ray upgrade. Fuck everybody who doesn't like that movie. Fuck I lo- you. I- hard in the butt. <laughs> I love Ben Foster in just about everything he does, though. I um, three ten to Yuma and uh, oh, what was that other movie he did? Like right on the heels. Oh, uh, Thirty Days a Night. Yeah, yeah. like he like he 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 brings this depth to these movies that could have been real pieces of shit. You know, they really could have been. And then he gets put in a movie like X Men Three, and then he's just kind of and there. and his waste. Oh my God, they wasted his ass in that like, movie. Just what was the yeah. point of that? Like he doesn't bring his manic thanks, Ben Foster Brett, energy. Thanks, Brett Ratner. Fuck Brett Ratner. I really do like Rush Hour, but I don't like Brett Ratner. So yeah, the first ru- the first Rush Hour was good. The second one is way better. I'm, I'm, Let me I'm guess. Not gonna you haven't comment. seen it. I'm not going to comment. No, I have seen it <laughs> and completely forgot it. But I remember Rush Hour. I remember Rush Hour. It was it was like an experience. It was kind of like my 
last great Jackie Chan experience. Because after that, he did Shanghai Nights and Shanghai <laughs> Noon. And then it then Which, the tuxedo. I like Shanghai Nights better than Shanghai Noon. Yeah, I, I actually did watch. Like, Shanghai Noon wasn't be- so bad that I didn't watch Shanghai Nights. But <laughs> it was definitely not the Jackie Chan I grew up with. God, how do we get onto these fucking topics? I don't even understand. I have no idea. The Incredible Hulk is a movie. And, <laughs> and eventually we'll talk about it. And because it's such just a movie, it's another one of those where I'm like, what can I say about this shit? So I'm going to talk about one of the actors. This is the first of two Marvel properties that he starred in, or not starred, you know, but that he was in. Appeared in. Where he got set up as a major character and then never got to do it again because it, nothing ever happened. Tim Blake Nelson. Yes. Cause what you, was the other one? Uh, fan Forstick. Uh Oh, that's, he was in that, wasn't he? It's funny that Trank rhymes with tank. What? Because that movie tanked, which is a bummer because I love Chronicles so fucking much. I'm just like, yeah, Chronicle just, is fantastic. That's maybe, the same direct. That's the same director, right? Yeah. yeah. Like maybe just don't give that guy 120 million dollars. He does well with 12. Just give him 12 million dollars. Let him make a Chronicle sequel. But then uh, I haven't heard from him I, since. I don't though. think I want a Chronicle sequel either. I think I'd like to see an original story. I mean, Chronicle was yeah. a great original story. I'd like to see another original story from him. But nobody's going to give him the money to Not do a now. fucking original story. Not now. <laughs> well, especially after he shit the bed with uh, uh, the publicity for Fan Four Stick. You don't shit on the producers and work again after that. You don't go on social media and be like, hey, the studio totally took this shit out of my hand, so fuck them for the movie you get. Well, they should really just let somebody make a Fantastic Four movie and leave them alone. No, I agree with <laughs> I, I completely agree. But I also understand why we're not seeing another movie from it. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, it's a fucking bummer. Anyways, fuck Max Landis, too. He's a dick. Anyways. <laughs> He, I'm not. I'm not going to say he's not a dick, but he is a good storyteller. He is. He really is. I actually downloaded the. Never, never got a fa- not. Never got around to reading it though. The original script he wrote for the Power Rangers movie. I did not know he was even involved in that. Yeah, and it was a lot different. I have no doubt of that. <laughs> it was way, way, way cheesier. Way more like the show. He was it, probably he was probably a fan and yeah. was like, no, let's stay true to the roots. Let's let's keep this let's keep this looking like <laughs> looking like uh, what's it called Super Sentai. And it, I was I was curious, so I I had I had a thought and I scrolled down to the end of the script and sure enough, there's a post credit sequence where fucking Lord Zed shows up. I'm like, <laughs> as uh, that's the only way it could have happened. Hey, uh, studio guys, can I direct the next Power Rangers movie? I'll I'll vote for that. Yeah, because. Because I wanna. Sharks Across Hollywood emphatically endorses your candidacy as the director of the next Power Rangers movie. You know what? Let me let me direct the Power Rangers movie, but also the Ninja Turtles movie. Because I know they're both coming. Just let me do them both. Everything will be okay. But but leave me alone because I know what I'm doing. Just give him the hundred and fifty million and uh, don't talk to him again. Hundred and fifty million for Power until Rangers. Until he delivers the movie. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this is this is a wild fucking concept. Fifty million for Ninja Turtles. Ooh, that's it. Going old school. That's all you huh? need. And I'm not I'm not worried about how the CGI looks. I don't give a fuck. The CGI is not important. Because you're doing foam suits. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, actors. We have technology that'll make him a little more comfortable nowadays. You goddamn better get Corey Feldman to voice Donatello. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'll do? I'll do it even better. I'll make sure he voices Donatello, but then he's going to play like a character that Donatello bumps into later, and he's going to talk to himself. <laughs> Fan service! <laughs> For one person. Because, no, there, there's got to be at least three or four people out there that'll want to see that and think it's really funny. Come on, Feldman's got a music career despite the fact that he has absolutely zero talent or ability. There have to be people who'd be willing to see that and love it. How am I not famous? 
Just because <laughs> I don't try well, things. There, there's a combination of reasons. One, you grew up in Montana. Well, hey, Tracy Gold grew up in Montana. She was on Growing Pains. Come on. Yeah, because she had a parent who pimped her out to a probably. TV show. That's probably exactly true. Which is why she did all that heroin or whatever it was that she did. Evil Knievel was from Helena. No, he wasn't. He was from Butte. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. And he was a fucking asshole, too. <laughs> God. Anyways... I'll tell you what, I, I fully ex- I fully accept the level of assholery from my pioneers and great creators. Like Max Landis tells a rollicking good tale, and if he has to be an asshole to tell those great tales, fine. Just leave him alone in a room to write his stories and keep churning them out, Max. Just, shut the fuck up. Yeah, they're very much so. Did you notice that this movie wasn't as fun as it should have been? I did notice that, yes. Okay, and like the, the second, I noticed that the second the sad walking around music popped up from the original tv show yeah like come on come on are we doing this really i don't i don't know if i ever noticed that before like are we really are we really doing this yeah it was supposed to be fun (laughs) iron man was fun what the fuck is going on it was no iron man i gotta say speaking speaking of which was i the only one who found the lou ferrigno cameo incredibly distracting because he's fucking lou ferrigno and because (laughs) he has lines and it and it comes off sound like well it's funny this is this is the first i couldn't tell you if you put a gun to my head what he actually said and that was within two seconds of having heard it i heard him but i can't remember uh this was the second cameo he had in a marvel movie though playing the exact same fucking character in a completely different universe (laughs) pretty much what was the other one spider-man 2 really also getting pizza i think really yes you know what i need to fact check myself real quick Oh, a dainty dab a donkey dickle do. Just a dainty dab a donkey dickle do. Yeah. If you want <laughs> it inside you and you like it where you poo, then a dainty dab a donkey dickle do. Oh, you know what it was? You know what it was? Okay. Okay. I'm back. I lied. It's not fucking Spider Man. You know what he did do? He played a security guard in Hulk. But he also, he also, in, in this one, in The Incredible Hulk, he voiced Hulk too. Really? Yeah. I forgot about that. I knew that, I did too. not know that. That's cool, because that actually makes perfect sense. Yeah, which is why Hulk only has two lines, and, and fucking Ragnarok, he never shuts the hell up. <laughs> I is, like the idea that they're kind of evolving towards Grey Hulk. Which may or may not ever fucking happen. I mean, I think they should. I think the Hulk deserves his own movie, but you'd have to have Grey Hulk to do it. Why? Tell me about Grey Hulk. I, th- I think we... Grey Hulk is know. the intelligent Hulk. Like, he's getting smarter. I knew things once. I'm I'm a bad nerd. Sorry, everybody. Oh, that's okay. That's that's the extent of my knowledge about <laughs> Grey Hulk. And I know that he was part of the uh, the new Fantastic Four along with 90s Ghost Rider and Spider-Man and Wolverine. Ghost Rider is one of the coolest looking fucking characters, though. That is the Fantastic Four movie we need. Now that Disney owns Fox. Well, they can, too. Okay, because Ghost Rider, well, Ghost Rider is already in the MCU, sort of. It's the the current Ghost Rider is in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Or oh, really? showed up in Agents of oh, S.H.I.E.L.D. He doesn't that. have a motorcycle. He has a car. It's hmm. a little less cool. Can't remember what the dude's name is. But, but suffice yeah. to say, they could bring the Fantastic Four back using the replacement Fantastic Four. So now, do they do they have Fantastic Four powers? Or are they just like, hey, we're just going to call ourselves No, they Fantastic just assembled Four. as the Fantastic Because the Fantastic Four disappeared for a while. And so Wolverine, the Incredible Hulk, Ghost Rider, and Spider-Man got together and formed a new Fantastic Four. That sounds... It was very short-lived. 
But it's kind. It would be kind of perfect because Marvel has sort of disavowed the Fantastic Four at this point. <laughs> Just a little. So why not re- revitalize them by bringing in? You could bring in the new Wolverine. You can make it the girl. You know, bring in Tom Holland, whoever they got playing Ghost Rider, and uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo. But they're absolutely keeping that TV and the movies separate, even though they take place in the same universe. Technically, it's kind of weird. That's dumb as shit. I know. Like, Chris Evans has popped up on the show a couple times, but... Like, I can't support that. If they're having Agent whatever his name is running that Agent show. Agent Coulson? His first name is Agent. So, going back to Tim Blake Nelson... Yes. They really did set it up like he was going to be a thing. Yeah. Did you know and, what character he, he was... nothing. Yeah, do you know what character he was maybe going to play? Do you, know, do you know the character? I have no idea. In, uh, in, 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 in The Incredible Hulk, it was a character called The Leader, who is essentially The Incredible Hulk's big boss bad guy. Oh, yeah, with the guy with the big brain. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that makes sense, because he he's smart and he got abomination yeah. blood in his brain or Hulk blood Fuck. or whatever it was. And then they're just like, never mind. So where's that guy? Is he just... They could bring him back. They will not, though. If they did a Hulk movie, they could bring I was back. thinking that, and I'm like, how would they fucking explain that away? He's been just hanging out for 10 years. What's he doing? Maybe they had him locked up. Maybe he was evolving and oh, learning. There you go. I had another thought about that, too. I, maybe it was just that thought, and I'm thinking I'm way cooler than I actually am. Yep, probably. Never mind. So who did he play <laughs> in uh, Fantastic Four again? I, I forget. Or Fan Four Stick. Nobody that special. I, compl- I completely... I, dude, that movie's so forgettable. Like, it's just painful. Oh, I remember it though. I, I don't. I, I remember they went it. to a. I remember they went to like a green planet or something like that. That's all I remember. He plays a character named Doctor Allen. Now I know he does things in the comics, but I don't know what. I just know he's there. So we're both in the same boat on this one. Yeah. Okay. All I know is that I really liked the cast in that movie, and I really wanted it to be good. The cast had potential. All the ideas were good. Like I, I, I liked all the ideas. I liked the body horror thing, like of them, like Mister Fantastic not being able to control that shit, so his arms just like fall. Yeah, it, yeah, it was, it was. I think there were some really good ideas at play. It's just didn't just get handled right. Bullshit. Stop making shitty comic book movies. It's it's not hard to make a maybe it is hard. I don't know. Just <laughs> let the fucking let the filmmakers do what they want and then then fucking punish them for it later. I think that's the trouble is Marvel's got too much power now. Well, now that was Fox though. Well, oh uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Fox is and but you know, Fox is no different than Marvel. Fox is Fox had the X-Men and they essentially they essentially made the modern superhero movie. Yes. They they pioneered it with uh the x-men movies so. they made a few good x-men movies and oh, there were some great x-men movies and there were some really bad ones which x3 i don't think is as bad as everyone says it is no it's no. worse no nah, I, th- I think it's again it's fucking unwatchable i don't think it is i watched it and i'm like eh, it's whatever now the fucking the wolverine uh, not the wolverine uh, x-men origins wolverine uh, 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 that oh, one <laughs> god as soon as i saw will i am come up in the credits i was like oh fuck me yeah i had i had a lot of hope for that too because ryan reynolds and i love ryan reynolds and you know like i thought oh they could really they could really do this and jackman was jackman was talking to up he was like look if this movie does well we can do the uh the the japanese wolverine story and that was sort of like why i tried to support it then i saw will i am and i was just like no 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 please no then they end up they ended up going to Japan in the sequel. They did the Wolverine because which was because awesome. Origins made money. That's true. Origins made a lot of money. At least they made a good movie that second yeah, time. Yeah, and so the second one actually came out good. It wasn't perfect, but no, it was but it good. Was. And then Logan, which fucking was perfect. Since we're talking about that actor, that actor person whose name I can never remember. What's his fucking name? Edward Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Nelson. But I really thought Mr. Blue was super fucking dramatic. He was like a texting teenage girl with all of his ellipses and shit. 
<laughs> like without the without the files dot 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 dot, dot, dot. I cannot help you. Motherfucker <laughs> contractions. <laughs> Hate it when people talk like that. You're not wrong about that. But I like the way Tim Blake Nelson played him like so overly enthusiastic. Like he almost played him kind of like a teenager. Yeah. Like he like he had gotten into this state of arrested development as a you know, you know like he like he's a he's a lab nerd and he's just like but he's so enthusiastic about these scientific breakthroughs and the potential and stuff. It was it was pretty cool. I, I really like the way he played him. I'll, I I mean it's probably because he was one of the few characters in the movie that actually seemed to have a personality. That might have been a big Gee, part of it. Whatever do you mean? <laughs> and I, I'm, tr- I'm really trying to figure out if they're like, do we just not know? Did they just not know what they were doing yet? Or did they just not care about this movie? Or I'm going to stand by my theory. I think he was going for a B movie. I think he was trying to make the, sci- the science fiction horror B movie. And I mean, think about it. Like all the tropes are there. Yeah. You know, the weird acting and camera work is there and then you have tim roth throwing caution to the wind with science and becoming the abomination and it's a really true to form version of the of the 50s and 60s science run amok b movie i thought the same thing when i was watching it and you bringing it up makes me just kind of mad they didn't do more yeah i mean they could have they <laughs> could have certainly bitch. they they, they could have like you said really steered into it but they but they just kind of skirted the edges of it unfortunately let's make it what it is it's dr jekyll and mr hyde only mr hyde is green and on steroids well mr hyde was also like a murdering rapist so well <laughs> maybe you didn't you didn't see that whole story did you <laughs> I I wonder if Marvel wants to go that route with it. Problem is Marvel is always kind of steering for the middle, which is a big part of the reason I think their comics kind of suck now because they're trying to appeal to the masses rather than appeal to the real fans. And so they never really commit to a form, you know, like that's why, that's why everything interesting in comic books is going on in the independence. Yeah. I was going to say, you got to go, got to go indie or, you know, the slightly bigger studios, IDW boom, which aren't aren't quite indie. They're like, they're, they're, they're like image. Yeah. But you can't do Marvel and DC if you want a really, it's not that they don't have ever have good stories. They do. It's just, that they're always trying to steer right into the mainstream mm-hmm. that's where they want it to stay whereas yeah some those smaller guys they they're like look we have a we can develop a fan base for this and they'll keep buying our comics and and they'll fund this this thing and and make it happen so you know i mean marvel marvel's got to feed the machine at this point and that's what they are they are a machine they're a money-making machine i love how i say it as if i'm the first guy to have this thought yeah right like, they got i'm the- gonna tear the wool off your <laughs> eyes man yeah i want to show you how it really is they- marvel they just want profit man they got the disney money but they did not have the disney money yet that, yeah, that's, that's true. At, in that's true. Probably why there's still some semblance of originality to those early movies. Like I didn't like Kenneth Branagh's take on Thor, but it, you can't deny that he had a vision. I feel like given the parameters that they had to work with, he he made the best movie he could have. Just with with what, and I'm sure they just wanted they wanted to do a Thor origin thing. Yeah, and that's you know there you go. And it took them three fucking movies <laughs> to, to get, get Thor right. right. Yeah. I'm like, why the f- yeah, Thor, cosmic nonsense. He it's he, a dumb character anyways. Like that's a it's a stupid idea. He's like he's a guy. He lives on <laughs> he he goes to places called Niflheim. Why are we taking this so fucking seriously? <laughs> 
Yeah, I I, yeah. I did think Ragnarok was great. I did. Did I tell you I just recently watched that with my kids? No. My son was Jeez. like, Dad, we got to watch Ragnarok. And my daughter is on this big Marvel kick. She's like, Come on, I want to watch Infinity War. We got to. And I was like, Well, I'm not going to watch Infinity War till I watch Ragnarok. She's like, All right. Well, and, oh, and there was also Black Panther in the mix. And you act. You actually might need to watch ragnarok and then infinity war because no it, yeah, yeah. I, I i for sure did. It, it picks up right yeah. after uh so ragnarok. we did watch we did watch ragnarok and then we meet like last weekend i think it was yeah so i guess i wouldn't have talked to you about it because we took last weekend off but my daughter was like all right come on let's let's watch ragnarok so we watched ragnarok and then it was still early in the evening so i was like fuck it let's throw on infinity war <laughs> And so we finished it two hours and 45 minutes later and then the very next day i watched ant-man and the wasp which I still haven't seen yet, but I really want to. I really want to collect all these movies. I know it's kind of retarded, but I want them all. So they they have their start. They have these box sets now. They're not the crazy giant ones that they used to have. They're like eight hundred dollars now. But they oh well, yeah, they're Disney. Yeah. I mean, they're Disney movies now, so they they're never going to drop in price. No fuck no. They're never going to go on sale. They're always going to be premium price. Yeah, but they have uh, the the European versions. That's where you go, man. Oh really? They drop. It's like a good twenty bucks cheaper. Oh. So they they have. Well, uh, if you can find all re- in all. Re- region version yes yeah. oh yeah I'll, I'll, i always look i actually found raw on blu-ray but it's a region too so no yeah I, yeah like i was saying there's a more traditionally colored one and then there's a yellow backgrounded one the yellow background one that's the one you want because that's the all region one because i don't i don't get on ebay very often i know i should there's a place on ebay they got it for i think it's 25 bucks i got it for 20 because ebay gave me a code for five dollars off so i don't know if you try and get it now they might give you the code i'm not sure so i i laughed because this is also very cliche this wasn't this wasn't one of those french those french directed movies that has a million one jump cuts that was the ang lee one and it yeah. had all those weird panels and shit. i thought i thought and i know i know i'm gonna lose cred for this i i didn't mind the ang lee movie i thought it was i thought it was pretty good all things considered don't get me wrong it had its problems <laughs> but i think he had i think he went into it with a vision and i think it was one of the last comic book movies to really have a vision i mean granted you got the nolan batmans but of the marvel universe logan x2 and i think x2 came out before before Ang Lee's Hulk, didn't yep. it? That was 2002. Hulk came out in 2003. So with the exception of like Deadpool, Deadpool had a vision. And Logan, I think Hulk was Hulk was the last Marvel movie with the maybe with the exception of Iron Man to really have a directorial vision. I'm not talking about a broader scope. I'm not talking about a publishing vision. I'm talking about a storytelling vision of a director. And he definitely made a lot of missteps. Nobody's arguing that. But at least he came to it as an artist and did something unlike the vast majority of the Marvel and for that matter DC movies that are getting made today. Well, you're forgetting the cinematic classic Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> and it's spin-off Electra. You are forgetting these Oscar-worthy movies <laughs> that were snubbed. You said Razzie's wrong. So, so the point I was going to get to when I started making fun of everybody, but kiss, uh, hugging in the rain, this rain romance shit <laughs> is the most cliche fucking thing. I don't want it in my goddamn monster fighting movies, but I I, I wrote this down because <laughs> I think I'm funny. So I'm like. Hugging in the rain cliche, right. Also, she's just going to abandon that sad boat-having motherfucker from Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> oh, my God. That fucking guy. All right. All right. I... I I had I said this I said this to my kids and I'm gonna say it to you. Why the fuck do people keep casting him? He looks like 
he looks like the definition of a child molester. Let's hope he's not. No, I don't. I'm not saying he <laughs> is. I'm just saying he looks like one. He kind of does. He looks like the picture that's in the kid's book that in in second grade where it warns them about creepy strangers and not talking to them. When really they look like Catholics. That's yeah, that's true. That's true. Or Nathaniel Barjona dressing up as a cop and hanging outside of schools and then eating a child. Who? Oh, you Is don't know? Is this one of your serial killer obsessions? Sort of. This guy was actually from my hometown. and Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, local boy makes good. Yeah, no shit. Finally dead fucking guy. But no, he, he kidnapped a kid and my mom's like, it's fine, go out and play. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was the 90s and that was st- okay back then. Well, it was also Montana because I grew up in the 80s and 90s in Tacoma and my mom did not let me go out and play. Not without, well, okay, she did, but I had to tell her where I was going to be and call her when I got there and all this other stuff. Ah, she had that too, but I was most of the places that I hung out didn't have phones because I took my bike and I'm like, hey, there's a there's a, there's a a lumber yard over there. We're going to climb on the wood. Hey, there's a river down there. We're going to go walk around by the river. Hey, there's railroad tracks. We're going to ride our bikes across them and maybe get hit by a train. I don't know. Well, I was a teenager in Elk. Have you ever been to Elk? No. It's like Montana, Gross. except with less mountains. That sounds fucking horrible. <laughs> like, you know, like nobody anywhere. You just, you, you can't see your neighbor. You don't know where they are. Living in Great Falls was like just 26 years of fucking purgatory. There was just nothing there. <laughs> nothing going on. It took you 26 years? Yes. Oh, shit, man. Not proud of it. Well, I yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's tough to cut ties. I know. And now every time I go back, I'm like, why the fuck do I keep coming back here? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I fucking hate it. Carmike, the Carmike Cinema Theater finally got fucking taken over by like AMC or some shit though. So oh, thank God. So that that's an improvement. An improvement? You like AMC's? Ugh. Better than Carmike. Their popcorn's better. I don't know. Oh oh, is it a chain? Is it like Odeon or something? Yeah. Oh okay, well fuck them then. I like local theaters. I I like like I like the Garland as shitty as it is, and I like you know Magic Lantern and stuff like that. Local theaters are cool. Local theaters have like kind of a nice personal flair they do i just like movie theaters movie theaters are cool i don't like i don't like multiplexes man they got no personality it's all about and and i know that i'm railing against inevitability i'm 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 shaking my fist at entropy but and you go there but and i do go there (laughs) i do I, i i'm so ashamed of it but i totally do because it's closer to my house but yeah like they they just they just have no fucking personality anymore. Like, like going to the movies used to be an experience. And I know I sound like a, a crotchety old fuck when I say that. <laughs> but literally, I I think we were part of the last generation that actually got an experience most, not all of the time, but most of the time when you went to the movies. Remember, remember when the matinee was $4? I remember when the matinee was $2. Fuck you, you old fuck. So I'm 10 years older than you. <laughs> <laughs> Carmike was cool for a while because they did this stimulus Tuesdays. Oh yeah, they what had like it? dollar soda, dollar popcorn. They, oh, it was it, they were little, but yeah, but still. And then they had this giant bucket that you could buy for like twenty bucks for popcorn, obviously. Uh-huh. And then you you keep it and you take it back. And every time you go to the movie, it's like two fifty to fill up. Damn. And that I'm like that's fun. That's a fucking great deal. And now that is a great deal. Now we're here in Spokane with Regal and AMC, and they have rewards points, but it takes fucking forever. And once you use them, you have to fucking build them all up again in order to get free shit. I'll tell you what, though. I don't know if you've been, but Wandermere, uh, Wandermere Cinemas. That's that up one north. up north. Yeah, okay, it's the yeah. one up north by the by the Fred Meyer there. Uh, I think it's still a Fred Meyer. 
but up on 395 they now, now don't get me wrong like they they're they're still not cheap but they are definitely way fucking cheaper than Regal and AMC <laughs> like way cheaper clearly everybody knows what these wonder mirror is and yeah we're gonna up, you're gonna need to cut north. this whole section <laughs> unless i guess our entire listener base is probably from spokane at this point all four bit. of them and that one random guy who fucking reviewed us on itunes I <laughs> thank you by the way thank you sir i hope name you're I still listening so what else happens in this fucking movie okay all right so there, so there, no all right you know you brought up the crying in the rain yes. there's a scene <laughs> Where Liv and Ed decide to bed down for the night. And I'm watching this going. And, and I just look over at my kids. I'm like, are they fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> are they seriously? Is this what I need in my Marvel movie? I need an intimate scene. Okay. I, I need these these two lovers coming together. No, that's really fucking funny. Start because slapping hams. My DVD must have a scratch on it because it skipped right the fuck over that part so i totally forgot about it and then it it comes back in and works perfectly fine right uh-huh. when they're when they have all the stuff scattered on the bed and they're like you can't take that you can't take that you know it's like can i, can I take my lip gloss you're running from the government and you need your fucking lip gloss go fuck yourself <laughs> god your dad didn't raise you very well live tyler well I, I i think that's fairly obvious from the fact that he's hunting them he's a dick yeah he is a dick. I can't believe he stuck around as a character. Of all the fucking characters to stick around. Right? Okay, they acknowledge absolutely nothing from this movie except for him once in Civil War. Oh, and he was in Infinity War too because my daughter watched Infinity War this morning. Oh, was he in, he was Infinity morning, War? Yeah, that's right. And he okay. was the guy who basically was like telling Don Cheadle that if he, he didn't arrest him, then he was going to be court-martialed or something like that. And then Don <laughs> oh. Cheadle cuts him off. Don Cheadle's hangs up awesome. on him. I love me some Don Cheadle. I think I, Don Cheadle is the only guy who could have jumped in to the role of War Machine after Terrence Howard and I wasn't mad about it. I mean, I was upset that Terrence Howard got dropped because I love Terrence Howard. No, you didn't want Ice Cube in there? But... <laughs> no, I did not want Ice Cube in there. At least they upgraded, you know? It's like Don Cheadle is like... <laughs> 50 Cent? Oh, fuck you. I'm running out of black actors that are, that are rappers. <laughs> LL Cool J! LL Cool J! Holy shit! There we go. That would have been good. You're overlooking the most important one of all. Uh, Ralphie May? Tyler Perry. Oh, God. How did Tyler Perry not end up in a Marvel movie yet? That's what I want to know. He was in Ninja Turtles 2. <laughs> not 2. So uh, out of the Shadows. That. So Sorry. I need to see that one. Well, Will, I actually do want to do all those Ninja Turtles movies. I, cause... I fucking knew you would. It's okay. I'll do them. Some of them are bad. Some of them are, actual, some of them are like, eh. I'm not psyched for the Michael Bay ones. There, eh. I'm not. I'm not super excited. Except, no, that's of, the problem. Is I'm sure they're eh. out of the shadows. Has they? They tried really hard, but they failed miserably on so many levels. But some of it's so goddamn funny. It's just. It's. It makes me want to watch it again and again. Okay, I'll keep an open mind. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit down having decided I'm not gonna have fun watching them. But Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Ooze. That's the real Ninja Turtles Two, and that's just so dumb. It's fucking great. <laughs> See, I need to go back to Secret of the Ooze as an adult who can enjoy a shit movie because at the time I took everything majorly seriously, and Ninja Turtles was one of my favorite <laughs> movies. Just remember, man, combat I, cold cuts. I watched that VHS till it didn't play anymore most people will will walk away for with walk away from ninja turtles to go with ninja ninja rap and shit and i'm like nope combat cold cuts michelangelo uses sausages as nunchucks (laughs) 
Thank you, parents. Fuck. Anyways, okay, we got to get back into this movie because I keep on again. This movie's not very exciting. So like, there's three Hulk scenes, and yeah. they're all they're all pretty cool. Yeah, no, the Hulk, the Hulk, the action scenes were were pretty good. I like the scene where he he takes the helicopter pieces and throws that one and splits that truck right in two. That's yes, that's projecting fucking sound the or sound something. waves yeah they could have maybe given us i this, this see that's where they should have leaned into the 50s uh science run amok tropes where they, they could have had a really condescending scientist explaining how that worked <laughs> and what it did and it would have been great oh they should have man that, that yeah you see billy these speakers <laughs> produce yeah something like that you know that would have been good i could have gotten behind a thing like that and then in between in between that fight and the last fight we talked about all the all the all the mr blue shit already because again nothing fucking happens he just tries to cure him and then doesn't and then for yeah, some then fucking doesn't. reason but the hulk gets straddled by Liv tyler which would would only excite me more so i don't know how he fucking <laughs> got out of that that was that was the thing my my son actually said because i when i was when i was talking to him about the about the uh I was like, are they seriously going to do a sex scene right now? <laughs> My son was like, well, maybe they should do a sex scene. And I was like, but what if he hulked out while he was inside her? She could explode. <laughs> Happy endings. <laughs> I mean, Liv Tyler's not not the number one. I mean, but I wouldn't say no, you know? Oh, absolutely not. No. She's, she's not yeah, not she, hot. No, she's, she's not on my list or anything, but if she wanted to, yeah, she yeah. totally could. Maybe her dad, too. I don't know. He does kind of look like a cougar at this point. Yeah, he does. He, he's he's kind of turned it into one. Yeah. <laughs> when is his operation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, let's alienate some people. Anyways, anyways, so the, la- the last fight, I, I really like after Tim Roth turns into the Abomination because he gets injected with more bloody goodness from... Hulk blood. Yeah, more Hulk blood. There we go. That last fight was really cool. I wish it had a little bit more to it, but it was still... I wish it had had a more satisfying ending. I, th- I swore to God that he fucking killed him at the end, but he didn't yeah like live tyler's like no and he's like oh okay what's the worst that can happen he could kill 12 million more people yeah no i seriously thought yeah i in my head i had a thing where he like strangled him with the chains yeah it seems like that was how it was supposed to go down and then she stops him which i mean i get all right it's a pg-13 movie you can't have the hulk fucking chuckying somebody should have though no he totally should have But it's PG thirteen. I get it. What 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 was unclear to Fuck. me, and th- this is this is a problem I had the entire movie. I could never tell what level of awareness uh, William Hurt's character had as to the Hulk's abilities and the effects that they're attacking him was having on him because i think it's pretty well established at this point that if you attack the hulk it just makes him angrier which just makes him stronger well it seems it seems like it's pretty new like i guess there was like two years had gone by because that that time you know when when with the with yeah the, the opening the opening we have the, we have the opening thing. but when when the first time live tyler actually sees him turn into the hulk is right in the middle of the movie in that fucking that fight in the in the courtyard or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he actually doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Maybe he's like, well, we'll just try to shoot him. We'll, we'll see what happens. Because huh. he keeps on like upgrading weapons too. He, they, first they start with the the tranks and then try to trank him. That doesn't work. And then in that first scene where we get the Hulk, and then in that right. one they're like unload on him, and then it's just a bunch of AK forty seven. Goddamn fifty cals. And then yeah, the fifty cals, and then they they show up. Does absolutely nothing. And probably then, didn't say goddamn because Marvel <laughs> wouldn't do that. Don't we wish? And then then the helicopter kind of shows up until it doesn't 
<laughs> until it becomes <laughs> becomes a melee weapon. Tell me your take on this. And maybe you know what the official story is, because I don't know what the official story is. It looked to me like they were saying, you know what? Let's just let Ang Lee's Hulk movie stand and not bother with the origin story. Because that basically was the origin story. And they were just like, all right, we're not gonna we're not gonna acknowledge it, but everybody's seen it and everybody knows the origin, so let's just make the movie. Kind of like they did with Homecoming. Iron Man, people knew him, but like he was still a C character at the time. Yeah, and he so kind of needed, needed a, he yeah. needed the mainstream introduction. But we'd already had that Hulk movie. We don't. And we need, had the yeah. TV series. Yeah, you know, and we so we knew it's gamma radiation. We don't need any more than that. So they're probably like, yeah, let's just do a know. quick montage at the beginning. That there you and go. Then done. Which plays into your theory more about that quirky sci-fi nonsense because that's what it looked yeah. like. Yeah, fit right in with it. It was very very campy and overacted. I'm gonna have to just listen to the commentary track now just to. See just what to he see has to say he... about it. But yeah, that I got that feeling too. Like, it's not a sequel, but everybody's seen the fucking movie. Everybody knows, so we don't really need to spend an hour of the movie doing that shit. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's it's like with Homecoming. Like, good on them for not rehashing the Spider-Man origin story, because who the fuck cares at this point? We've I, all seen it. I do want to know what happened to Uncle Ben in that universe. I'm a little <laughs> curious. Yeah, yeah. I Was was Uncle Ben, like, as young as Aunt May? Because they, they went real young with Aunt May in this one. <laughs> In the reboot in 10 years, uh, Zendaya will be playing at me. <laughs> she still looks like she's 12. It's a little weird. It is a little weird. She's a perfectly good actress. Yeah, I'm, I'm psyched. She's got way more to do in the sequel, it looks like. Yeah, they're finally... which, looks, which could yeah. be cool. Uh-huh. I hope they get a good bad guy for the sequel. Jake Gyllenhaal, man. Oh, is he? Oh, he's he's going to be the bad guy. He's fucking Mysterio. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Wait, did, did you tell me that already? Yeah, I think so. Oh, know. fuck, man. Well, that doesn't surprise me. But my, I guess the my story... My brain is made out of yogurt at this point. <laughs> it kind of looks like he's a good guy, but uh, I guess the story in the comics goes that Mysterio pretended to be a good guy to get to Spider-Man huh. or something. So all those water monsters and stuff, they, I don't think he created them, but they're called the Elementals. See, I haven't seen a trailer or anything like that. Oh, you haven't seen... Oh, the trailer's fucking cool, man. See, I try to avoid the trailers. Like, I haven't watched the it's fucking trailer It's yet. fucking Spider-Man, dude. It's... You know what's going to happen. I'm curious how they're going <laughs> to resurrect everybody because they have to. They're, they're already planning uh, two Doctor Strange sequels, two Black Panther sequels, two more Guardians of the Galaxy sequels. Well, we and knew... And all those characters are fucking dead. Yeah, we knew that that... You know, they're not going to stay dead. There is... There's a time stone. I understand. I understand. I'll tell you what. That's what pissed me off about watching watching Infinity War. The Doctor Strange just fucking gives him the time stone with no further explanation than it was the only way. We'll find out in a few months what that way is. If Doctor Strange didn't have a rock solid goddamn plan from the beginning, I'm going to be pissed. He's just going to be like, oh, I was just winging it the whole time. I mean, he has this whole scene where he's like, rest assured, if it comes down to choosing between the stone or you or that kid, I will let both of you die. And but then he gives him the stone. It's because he's a hero. It's because it's bullshit. <laughs> and if they don't do some major ass covering in the next one, I'm out. Marvel's pretty good about it, so we'll... They we'll, better. Yeah. They better be. They're mostly good. And yeah, then, I, it, there's been a few missteps, but... Eh. I want them to be. I want them to do it right. Because at least these movies are good. At yeah. least at least we get to have fun every summer. Yeah, they're fun. They're they're brainless fun, but yeah. they are fun. And then some of them are almost great, which which is kind of nice. That, that's all every you once, need. Every once in a while. Like, I will I will say Spider-Man Homecoming is... Homecoming it, was it's, fantastic. It's up there. Home, Homecoming is, is my favorite. Now, even after watching The Incredible Hulk. Good. Good. Because, you know, I felt like that was going to knock that one right out of the top <laughs> spot. Now, again, I do I do like that last fight. It's super cool. Did you know there's a female Abomination character called Abominatrix? I did not know that. I looked it up today, and I just thought I'd share that information. She fought the She-Hulk. 
there's also another abomination that was a teenager and they call him the teen abomination i'll tell you what i would like to see she hulk make an appearance i'd like to see i'd like to see she hulk get into the get into this universe china's dead so we can't have a no a hot she hulk not china <laughs> beth phoenix then who's beth phoenix she's another wrestler who's pretty pretty oh. pretty stacked she's hot she's hot she's pretty Okay. Well, nice. I'll, I'll take your word. I don't know. Like, you're 50-50. Half the time, I completely agree with you. Half the time, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Ruby Riot is a gorgeous chick with a huge nose. It's okay. I can't remember which one she is. <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm, you know me. I'm the worst with She's names, the punk right? rock one with all the tattoos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I like her aesthetic. I have no problem there. I like it's her just, aesthetic, too. Uh, I'm a face guy, and her face is a little fucked up. I kind of like her face. Alexa Bliss is still my favorite, though. I'm touching myself right now, just so everybody knows. Just keep it under the table. That's all I ask. Whoops, it's on the table. No, it's not. It's not that big. So we're going <laughs> to get... no Hulk dick. <laughs> After he knocks the Abomination unconscious and the Abomination does not turn back into Tim Roth, which should have fucking happened, right? Yeah, it kind of seems like it should have. Oh, well, I don't know. I guess it's it may be that the story was that the Abomination couldn't... Tra- that the Abomination was a permanent transformation. Because I, I know he was trying... I, I know be- from some flavor text from a marvel card that i read once (laughs) it said he wanted to be like the hulk in the worst way which is exactly what he got oh well there you go he should have killed him god damn it where is he where the fuck is abomination in this in this universe is he he's stuck on the paramount back lot what it'd be nice if he made a comeback it'd be nice if the leader made a comeback too it'd be nice if we got a fucking new hulk movie but nope they're just like hey that movie never happened guys because people didn't like that movie as much and it's just whatever they're just they're just hiding it they're pretending like Uh, just fucking own it dudes you got so it's their universe is so successful just own it may lean into a new one and you're going to find that the fans love it if you do it right because it's got the he's got the the Hulk has the reputation at this point. He's got the Ven- the Avengers movies behind him. He's got right. Ragnarok. He could do he could totally do his standalone movie. He should have done a standalone movie all right. And I got to say this too. I'm a little disappointed we haven't gotten a Falcon movie because he's an interesting character who I would like to see more of. I feel like he could totally get his own movie and be good. He could, but he's black so he's not going to. Which is fucking bullshit. He's black. Scarlett Johansson's a woman. They're, Although, they're just not going to get hey, their own movies. Black Panther, you know, like rocked the world. So can we get a Falcon movie Do you know why? Now? Do you know why it rocked the world? Michael B. Jordan was in it. I'm not going to say you're wrong on that. Boom. He is a good looking man. His name was Eric in the movie. And he sounds, it sounds like <laughs> Michael Jordan, which people love. I wonder if he plays basketball. Nah, he's black. He plays basketball. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and distance myself from that one right now. That's my three or four per episode. (laughs) I saved mine for misogyny. Thank you. (laughs) Good. Good. Well, we're, we're, we're going to talk about gay stuff here now. Yeah. Relevant actually. So, so we're, we're, we're all done. We're at the end of the movie. Everything, everything's worked out. Okay. But Edward Norton's hiding again as he should, because he did not get cured, which every, every time he shows up, they're like, Oh, can you turn into the Hulk? He's like, probably not. I don't know. And then absolutely. (laughs) Yes, he can. (laughs) So about the way you said that was just... probably not. I don't know. It fucking does. It happens in every fucking movie that he's in. Oh god. But so he's he's got he's he's in his little cabin or whatever and he's got Betty's necklace and he's sending it back to her. Now on the thing, on the on the envelope, his return address, it doesn't say Bruce Banner on it. Did you see what it said? Didn't it say David Banner. It said David Banner. Do you know the story behind that? I have no idea what the story I do. is. I know the story. All right. 
it's because fill us in if you ever watch the the 70s 80s i don't even know what fucking decade. 80s okay if you ever watch the bill bixby one there you go i know his name the studio changed his name to david banner they made his middle name bruce because they didn't want his first name to be bruce because bruce sounded too gay <laughs> really <laughs> yes Oh, wow. What happened six years later when Bruce Willis became the biggest thing in the world? They're like, nah, he's probably gay. <laughs> well, you know, you're probably not wrong. The about show was that. canceled at that point anyways. I don't think they, anybody yeah, cared. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I was wondering, I'm like, I know that's an homage to the show, but... There's a lot of show hom- homages in this. That stupid song. This movie, fucking French guys. Fucking French guys. Anyways. Hey, we totally skipped over the Stan Lee cameo. Stan Lee's dead, by the way, everybody. That's right. R.I.P. R- Stan... <laughs> Stanley. This is probably one of his least interesting cameos, though. Oh yeah, this he like just, he might as well have not even been there. He just drinks a fucking contaminated soda and, and then drops dies. it, and like it doesn't even show him die; it just shows him go. And who? Okay, who the fuck just opens the fridge, takes the thing out, pops the top, and drinks it without closing the goddamn door? I hate that movie thing. Um, I've done that it. before. Don't. I'm not don't, gonna. I'm not so gonna weird. lie. You, no, it's it's wasteful and it's it is strange. Like it feels wrong, but I have done. Like I've been so thirsty before that I. I've done that. You grab your soda, you close the fucking door, and then you open the it's soda. Usually, okay? It's usually a beer, but... Um, Whatever. I don't drink, so that, that doesn't... You grab your chocolate milk. Sometimes you just <laughs> gotta get that goodness in you. I don't know. Do you think you can take in any caffeine because it kind of makes your heart beat faster? Probably not. I mean, if you can't have sex. So, like, every time he, ha- every time he gets a boner, he just turns into the Hulk? <laughs> Apparently, according to the mythology of this movie, anyway. They need, like, an armored nudie booth for the Hulk to jerk off in. <laughs> That would be some furious jerking. Like I can just see his cum shot taken out a wall. We call it Planet Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> this got weird. Final thoughts on Incredible Hulk 2008. I don't know. I mean, I, it wasn't bad. I mean, coming right on the heels of Iron Man, which was so good. Yeah, I can see it being a disappointment. But now that now that I'm. I mean, I'm looking at it from a perspective of, of a little. I, I have a little distance on it, and I think it's a it's a good B monster movie with a hundred and twenty million dollar budget. With a hundred and twenty million dollar <laughs> budget, yes. So I'm, I'm guesstimating. I'm, it's probably about around there. Who knows? Maybe it would. Maybe maybe it's only a hundred and five. And it's and it's actually a micro budget superhero. I was gonna say that seems like that seems like a weird number. They they at least go to a one ten. Anyway, that's my final thoughts on it. It's a good B monster movie. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Yep, it fits in perfectly with the Phase One Marvel, the MCU Phase One, because it wasn't that good yet. To to its credit, yeah. the director was trying to do something. In that way, it stands out among the Marvel movies. I will not watch this as much as I thought I would because I used to like this one a lot. <laughs> and watching it now, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's cool. I like yeah. Tim Roth. I like Edward Norton. Liv Tyler can, yeah, she can get it sometimes. She could, yeah, she could. <laughs> she, she could probably be pretty easily replaced by most halfway talented actresses yes she can we love you Liv tyler you're you seem like a nice person you do and 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 live i know you're listening to the show and i don't want that to come off as some sort of attack on you personally and uh, uh we're still on for saturday just remember <laughs> to bring lots of lube call michael b jordan start a support group the sharks cross hollywood made fun of me support group <laughs> All right, everybody. I think that about does it. We should. That, that I should just start a Facebook page at the support group. Sharks Across Hollywood ruined my life. <laughs> dot com. 
Oh, that's our website. Sharksacrosshollywoodruinedmylife.com. Oh, that's fantastic. I love it. It's a little wordy. You know what, though? That should just be on a shirt. <laughs> that's our merch. Sharks that could, that could be Hollywood our first shirt. Life. That's our first shirt. Sharks Across Hollywood ruined my life. All right, everybody. If you want to have your life ruined a little more, maybe you can check out some social media that we never post on because I'm a lazy fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I shouldn't lead with that. Yeah, maybe uh, take... 20, 25% off there, Squirrely Dan. <laughs> Either way, you can find us at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Shark Pod. Ladies and gentlemen, as an act of faith, I want you to go to the bank. I want you to withdraw your savings account. I want you to cash out your stock options. I want you to take out your children's college money and send it to patreon.com slash Hollywood. Or don't. That's also okay for legal reasons. That is not an option. <laughs> dead silence oh shit that's how we that's how we that's how we draw them in man we draw them in with the silence then boom Ooh, that was scary jesus they shit their pants i got i got a boner that's how much that scared me <laughs> i'm done close the fucking show all right everybody put your boners away and stay jossom awesome.